0: You got a lot Come on. Oh, hit it, hit it. You pimpin', pimpin', pimpin'. You just gonna take it, wasn't you? Huh? You thought I was
1: play pimping didn't you, huh? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 I Okay. playing. I was Okay. Okay. I was playing. Yeah, Okay. Oh, okay? I'm a nice guy, you get to know me. Shut
0: yeah. oh. up! What the hell are you talking
1: about? I am a
0: boy! <laughs> you are not in prison anymore, Damon! That's not how we do it! Oh. Say no! Just take yeah. it, no! I got, got to go enough. pay-pay!
2: Uh, Damon? No, are you a musical?
0: Yes. You are? Good, good. Have you ever heard of a... <laughs> oh. yeah. Have you? <laughs> Have you heard it? Huh? Huh?
1: I don't care what nobody say. Friday after next is a Christmas movie. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to a Merry Christmas edition of the Wild wow, That's Deep Podcast. I am your humble, grateful, thankful host, Sean Reck. And today I am joined by a very special guest. The man whisperer. <laughs> B duh, Brianna White. How you doing, my friend?
2: I am great.
1: How are you? I'm great. It's it's the end of the year and it's winter time in Chicago again, so I'm I'm reminded again why I wanna leave in the first place. <laughs> um, I'm a tropic person. Uh my ancestors from the equator and this just is not my natural element, so I'm ready to leave. At least we haven't
2: had any snow
1: yet. Yeah, but you know. I mean, I looked out there this morning and I saw like some light flurries outside on the grass. It, it warmed up and went away, but still, that was just enough. That was my signal to get the hell out of here. Um, well, I got Bree on the show today because overall, Bree is a... I just like the way that you think. I like the way that you, um, you talk about your experiences and, you know, we always have... Very good conversation, no matter what the topic is. So I thought it would be fitting to bring you on the show, even though it's been a long time since we've been able to have like a conversation at length. Anyway, because you kind of just been MIA for like the most of 2020 or whatever. I mean, you know, it's okay. I ain't gonna put you dirty laundry out there like that, but you know, you kind of been on the run and you know, focused on being a superstar this year. So I haven't had time to talk to you, but we here in the space and I appreciate that.
2: And I have not been in my We just haven't talked in like a few months, five or six.
1: <laughs> Which is entirely too long. But you know what? Let's back it up. How did we meet? Where did we meet? Give us the origin story. Here.
2: So we both worked for universities in the recruiting department. So we would see each other at college fairs and recruiting events. My um, first encounter, you really did not talk to me. But the second time... Lies and You kind of clicked, clicked. You thought I was from the west side. So that was <laughs> a no-go. And I really did not like you at that moment. Even the students were laughing. You thought I was from the west side because I said I like jerk taco man.
1: Because which, who else is asking for jerk taco man other than jerks from my west?
2: A person that's from the south suburbs. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I said I like jerk chicken from Jamaica... Then you thought I was from Jamaica? No. So, no. I did not like you the first niggas,
1: time. Niggas love jerk everything in Chicago, but you asked for <laughs> jerk taco man specifically, and it, it's just one of those things. Like If you would have said Uncle Remus, I would have said the same thing. Like, oh, okay, you from out west. That's what's up. Nah, nah. That was a
2: straight negative... We not friends. It's over with before it
1: started. All the kids from Kinda. out south was just dying at the thought though. <laughs> Instantly. My my boy almost fell out, said, Oh, exactly. she was from out west.
2: Exactly. No shade <laughs> to people from out west. But yeah, it's like that's exactly what I thought when I heard it. I'm like, What? Like why would you think that? So yeah, we really weren't friends and back up rewind to actually the first time that we met at a recruiting event and we got introduced, and you didn't say anything else to me the whole time, and I, I tried to help you out oh and let God, you know your plate was under your table. Are crazy. And you didn't say anything to me, so I'm like, oh, okay, well. This
1: is, how, this is how girls start conversation with guys. All she said was, my food was under my table, and she thought that was enough to strike up a conversation.
2: Yes, yeah, so I was like, you need to throw in the garbage, like, watch out, be careful. And you're like, oh, okay.
1: From half court.
2: And that was it, and then you leave, okay, bye. I'm like, okay.
1: You thought I was engaged. That's why you didn't talk. I to did. Me. That's that's <laughs> all it was. You thought I was engaged, and so you like, oh, I can't say anything to this human being. At this
2: I way. did. I did think you were engaged, and that is the number one reason.
1: Why? How? I'm a stranger. I didn't. Because
2: when you walked up, the guy was like, "I missed the bachelorette party," and you was dressed all nice and stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, okay. He's engaged. You about to get married?" But I guess that was a little joke between y'all, and it wasn't clear to me. So that was my fault because I misread that whole conversation. But so if you weren't engaged and you knew that and you wanted to say something to me, then you could have, but you did not. I,
1: so whose part is that? Look at that, and messed around and found a BFF.
2: Ain't life crazy?
1: Man, thank you for being here, Brick.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you're here. Um, I wanted to jump into a few different conversations with you. One, I love your family. I really do. Um, got a chance to to meet the amazing women, in particular, in mm-hmm. your family. And you are one of those amazing women. Um, Thank you. you know, you will be in the future to carry on that that tradition. But I love that sense of community that you all have, um, that close knit bond. And so I kind of want to dig into that a little bit in some ways in open space today as we reflect on lessons learned, on family traditions. You know, it's the season is upon us with Christmas cheer and all that good stuff. And, um, you know, I just like learning that about people. So if that's okay, I want to talk to you about some of that in the open space. Sure. Um, you got any projects in the beginning uh, that we should know about? Any social media tags that people should follow? Um,
2: So I host the Singles Live Mixer. We call it Basement Vibes. And it's basically where we just have single guys and single women kind of give their insight. People submit questions what they want to know from guys like behind the scenes because clearly they don't get the truth from guys or something wow. Um, but yeah so I host that on Instagram live they can follow me at Brie Peezy B-R-I P-E-E Z-Y 22 and we hopefully have a singles live mixer coming up very very soon so that's fun
1: add me on there I kind of want to be part of the conversation oh yeah definitely I have a whole bunch of questions for you Excellent. Well, if you I have your permission, Bree. We're gonna jump into open space. That cool? Yeah. Cool. With that being said, episode 13 of the Wild SD Podcast is officially underway. Strap in.
0: Yellow. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Kate Taylor presenting the word of the day today. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram underscore Caleb Taylor and YouTube. just type in Caleb Taylor to stay up to date with all of my latest music as well as see pictures of my beautiful amazing awesome son Emerson. The word of the day today is eclectic. Eclectic. Deriving ideas style it takes from a broad and diverse range of sources. Synonyms would include diverse universal wide ranging again the word of the day today is eclectic. Caleb is a very eclectic artist. Y'all have an amazing day.
1: All right, so let's get to it. Um, the holiday season is here. Christmas is, by this point, this episode is out probably next week or something, or the week after that. I don't know. But I love this time of year. I always have loved this this time of year because it's brought people together, traditionally. And, you know, in the 2020, it's kind of, it was definitely blocks the way that we would normally interact with family, having to be in a distance. Um, and so, with family being so important for you, how have you been able to kind of deal with with that wanting to be close and yet still having to maintain distance with people during the holidays?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was really a tough thing for me because I am very family oriented, and like from Thanksgiving to New Year's is like super important. I'm always super excited to spend that time with my family. So once I think Halloween came around and I was, like, trying to plan for the Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year season, of course, it was different this time around. So I'm like, wow. And I kind of went into, like, a dark space because I was, like, legit sad that I couldn't plan like I normally would. Um, but with, like, Thanksgiving, we were supposed to be in Florida, like my immediate family, which is always 13 of us. So we were supposed to be in Florida, so we did cancel that trip uh, because of COVID. Damn. And yeah, I was super sad. I know it. Yeah, I was sad about that. Christmas in Florida um, sound lit. I know, I know. But yeah, so we, thanksgiving, we actually just still my immediate family, which is me, my mom, my grandma, my aunts, my son, we all kind of just still came together and cooked and tried to keep it as, you know, playing games, watching movies, but it was just us. So we had no... You know, aunties and uncles from an hour away that come visit or stuff like that. So we try to keep it as traditional as possible with just us, Um, but it is different. I mean, Christmas will be different too because we're keeping it the same way. So, but we still try to keep like our family secret Santa. Um, Bryson is still excited about receiving gifts and we're still gonna cook Christmas dinner. So we're trying to keep it a little, a little the same, but just with us. Yeah, try so to keep that normalcy difficult. as much as possible, mm-hmm. huh? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Man, yeah, my my family is <clears throat> relatively small. Um, Christmas, Thanksgiving, it's usually the same suspects. Myself, uh, my two first cousins, Cal and Tina, my auntie Joyce, mm-hmm. my brother um, and his partner, if they can make it, uh, they may be out of town at her place or something. And then my grandmother and my uncle Ray. And that's, mm-hmm. that's usually it. Um, and so, you know, now with the restrictions, it's the same. It's the same, what is that, seven, eight people I just named off? Mm-hmm. We're with under that uh, that 10-person recommendation. So it will nothing has really changed for us right? Uh, because we're so tight and close-knit. But right. So um, you guys did come together for Thanksgiving? Yeah, we did come together for that. What mm, Man, it's kind of blasphemous. I know y'all finna rag on me when you hear this. But this year, we didn't cook. We catered. Guess, guess. I know, I know my ancestors are turning over, for sure. But, I mean, but at least it was black-owned, though. It was a black-owned caterer. you know what I'm saying? We went to a True. Um, was it good? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you haven't been to True before? I have not. I remember you telling me about it, though. Yeah, Um, I thought the greens were great. Greens were five for sure. Yams was just aight. The MAC was aight. The dressing was aight. You know, but But y'all catered everything, all the core essentials, man. But my brother did, without telling us, he did end up cooking a few items, and those were the standouts. He made this, like, kind of I don't know, like, what do you call it? A a New Orleans barbecue gumbo or something like that. That was easily the best shrimp, seafood gumbo situation I've ever had. He really should sell it. Mm. Um, and then this is really crazy a hundred hour lasagna. What? A hundred hour, a hundred hour lasagna, which literally takes a hundred hours to make. It's some um, I, I had to look it up on uh, YouTube after, cause when he said that, I am I ain't no way you spent a hundred hours on this, bro. Yeah, for sure. It took, it takes like a day and a night to to make the right meat sauce, and then the like bechamel cream sauce that you make. You leave that overnight for another day. And he did it right. with like short rib meat and duck meat. Crazy, But phenomenal. I'm going to keep talking about this lasagna. I've talked about it in different platforms like three different times now. But it's for sure the best lasagna I've ever had. I keep telling him he needs to make a business. I don't know if it's a restaurant, a food truck, or something. But I cook, but my brother cook cook. For real. That's what's up. I'm looking
2: it up
1: now. Yeah. It's delicious. So I'd recommend that. That's going to be part of my recommendations. Look up a 100-hour lasagna and, and make that if you really want to impress somebody at your next um family function because it's worth it
2: well that's your go-to meal to impress
1: somebody um me huh. lasagna. no that, that was my <laughs> you funny now my brother my brother's the one who brought that one out that was the first time i've had you no know i'm saying though now that's on your list to impress people you know what um let me think about it there's there's so many now it, it Ooh, it's, so many. It's, it's so many. You got the skills. Ah, man, my, I've just been growing the cookbook at this point, okay. where now I can kind of just go to the repertoire and see what I need. Okay. You know, is, is she in the seafood? Is she a steak kind of girl? Okay. Um, you know. Is so she... you cooking like on the first date, second date,
2: fifteenth mm. date?
1: Definitely not cooking on the first date. Um okay. Because as I kind of said on this before, cooking is an act of love to me, and so okay. I need to find out. If I want to invest the effort and the resources and the time and the thought that goes into cooking, because when I cook, I'm I'm making artwork for that person.
2: Okay. Period. He
1: you know, so first date that ain't happening. Depending on how how strong that vibe was. Maybe by the third date, you may be able to get a little little chicken alfredo or something light like that. You know. What I, mean? I gotta be
2: basic. Yeah, okay. you know
1: what I'm saying. I got I gotta see where you at. Okay. You okay. Know? And everybody's taste buds ain't grown up like you eat chicken nuggets every day. <laughs> Chicken strips, get it right. <laughs> that's, chicken. That's, that's a strips. long nugget. That's a long nugget. <laughs> chicken strips.
2: Though. I don't do nuggets.
1: I do chicken strips. That's the okay. same. That's the same damn thing. So if you somebody like Brie that only eats chicken strips, <laughs> I'm not gonna be out here making my crown. I like hundred hour <laughs> sh- glazed shrimp with spicy salmon and a bed of rice or whatever. I and I would though, like, like that.
2: That would be good to me, too. Let me know how the next 100 hour lasagna, when you try to bring that one out the book, how she likes
1: it. Uh, if I'm making somebody a 100 hour lasagna, I'm proposing the next day. <laughs> I just tell you that much. I'm not putting in an effort for 100 hours for somebody I just kind of like. That's crazy. No, you can like it like-a. like her, Like, like her, like. What hell good? Well, no, what's up girl on Hey Arnold? I don't, I like you, but I don't like you like you. <laughs> Bro, you better love me, nigga, if you're making but 100, $100 design, lasagna. <laughs> this is true. For Christmas, I'm sure we'll be cooking. Um, so I need to figure out what I'm going to bring to the, the holiday situation. Speaking of tradition, so my mother would make uh, this cherry cream cheese cake mm. um, for the holidays, typically Christmas. I'm probably going to make that cream cheese cake again. And... I mean, just just get back in that in that tradition, you know, that's what my mother would have did, and I'm, you know, I want to carry that on for her. I tried to start this tradition of making breakfast every Christmas morning, um, but fun fact about me, I always oversleep on Christmas. Really? I always have, even when I was a shorty. Like, my parents <clears> would, or um, <well>, my cousins, <laughs> they would try to wake me up because they want to get to opening all the gifts, yeah. and we like, we were a family that we wanted to, you know, open all the gifts together. And they did not wake other people up. Like, you have to wake until they get up. And so my cousins would be calling and trying to get me up. I'm still asleep. like, wake shine up. Nah. For some reason, on Christmas morning, I'm oversleeping. Every other kid in the world want to be up and see what Santa got them. For real? I'm sleeping until, like, 11 a.m. or something. Oh, um, uh, mom. Yeah. I
2: haven't slept until 11 a.m. on Christmas the last four years
1: because of Bryson. That's that's beautiful. I, I love to see the, the magic in a kid's eyes on Christmas morning. Yeah. I wanna create new new traditions though for Christmas. Um but yeah. being right now it's it's me, I'm single, I don't have no kids. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of things that I imagine doing is Christmas traditions involve other people. Like I wanna be uh I wanna be that family that has like Christmas pajamas I
2: and really take really that
1: Cordy picture by the by yeah. the fireplace or whatever. <laughs>
2: So that is a tradition that we started last year. That's so of course cute. we'll have it this year. We still have it because it's the same group of people. Um, I have started. Well, we gonna see Christmas lights. So we try to go to. Well, now with the drive-through stuff going on. So yeah, we try to do that as like a little family. Um, and like you said, the Christmas pajamas. That's definitely one. Christmas that lights. Added.
1: I love Christmas lights. You know, this this is frustrating me about the world now and just how we. Christmas is just not the same for a lot of people. Like as a society, we just don't view Christmas the same way. But so many houses, when I was little, used to be lit up up and down the block, around yeah. the neighborhood. And now it's like you gotta go to a specific neighborhood to even see some of the houses lit up. Yep. But um, recently went out to Tenley Park and saw this house was it uh, 1972 Avalon something like that. I can't just Google yeah, Christmas house tinley park look that up but man that jungle was lit up like the 4th of july man um people from all over were there but it also was like mm, it's still a pandemic so <laughs> i still wore my mask tried to social distance as much as possible but people were just not there for that they were all on top of each other but it was beautiful just to see you know somebody put in that much effort Mm. Into the Christmas decoration um, I always get excited when I see that My father used to drive us down neighborhoods And just to look at the Christmas lights when we were kids So
2: yeah. it was cool yeah. to see that My mom was like where can we go I'm like now it's really not one place where they have 20 houses It might be one house every five, six blocks So it's not really a space right. But we went to the drive through show in um, Northbrook and that one was really really nice They had the music where you could tune your radio to a radio station Uh and like the music matched the light show and you drove through and it was like super dope and bryson like stuck his head off the sunroof
1: (laughs) so capping off 2020 you got to do your year and review so much has happened in 2020 right but obviously the biggest thing that has impacted the whole world is this pandemic do you remember how you felt and what your thoughts were when you first found out that we're going on lockdown? Yeah,
2: it was real. I couldn't believe like like the reality, of, like everything was shut down and we were like st- stuck in the house and like the ugh, I had to go on to grocery stores because like everybody looked so mean, or you had masks on, like the whole like the energy and vibe. In the store,
1: was yeah, just like, people, we all just
2: like, uh
1: yeah, yeah. Funny enough, that just reminded me of dating. It'll make sense in a minute, but um, <laughs> tell me something, what have you learned about dating in 2020? Oh, child, did I just open that box? <laughs> That's Ooh. deep, e. drop the tagline. That wow.
2: is deep, child, wow, wow. <laughs> that is deep. First of all, I feel like I mean 2020 day, and if you found love in 2020, like I want to hear the story because I am a hopeless romantic anyway. But that's real deep to Vian find Ann. love. Can get the smiling <laughs> I'm
0: gonna
2: try right <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's the greatest, most awesome love story. 2020 quarantine, COVID, coronavirus, love, like what? I mean, 2020. Hating has been. Alexa, I don't even know if I play have Brian a word. McKnight.
1: <laughs> Never mind, Alexa. I'm chilling.
2: Brian McKnight from Apple Music. <laughs> See, uh-uh, no, Alexa.
1: Don't play Brian McKnight.
2: She said she wants a Brian McKnight. No, nah, but that's. I feel like it's just been, I don't even have a word like. Crazy. I mean, because number one, you not you can't really be out like that. So what I have noticed is a lot of people from like back in the day.
1: Oh, came up. Oh, they trying to get that old thing back, huh? I
2: don't know if it's out of boredom or. They're
1: yeah, like you this. Know. This is what already has been on my roller <laughs> deck. So let me go back and backtrack and find out if this is still feasible exactly. for you. play. I feel that. Yeah,
2: yeah, but they. I'm gonna say non-existent. It's,
1: it's already hard enough, mm. but in quarantine, it just made it even harder. Dating in 2020, people who have interest are going to find a way to connect with people, period. If they if they want to connect with somebody, they're going to find a way to make it happen. Um,
2: yeah, but how are you finding the people that want to find the way in 2020 dating?
1: The internet is a powerful place, Brie.
2: No, I mean, so do you just... Oh, let me search. I mean, how do you find those people in... I guess I would say in 2019 or prior to COVID, you could go out. You could be, you know what I'm saying? Going to the movies or going to a bar lounge and
1: yeah.
2: kicking in, maybe running into somebody. Right. So where would you do that now?
1: Online. So you're saying <laughs> oh, you're saying dating app. Or, or my favorite place, Mariano's.
2: Oh God, you
1: sound like the guy that was on the live show my, He got it, I'm telling you It's a thing now, I used to keep it on the hush But now all the brothers know Mariano's is where you find the wives at. I got a
2: mask, I got glasses I got my long coat, my Ugg boots And some sweatpants And on. I
1: can still tell if you find or not
2: Okay, cause the dude was like, yeah I want your number I'm like, you don't even know me, like you can't even see me I still know,
1: I can still tell Under that fitted oh coat
2: cow.
1: What's going on Somebody shooting a shot at you in Mariano's. They looking for a wife. That's all. Okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Need to spend more time oh, in Mariano's. Let me, me go back to Mariano's. Yeah. That's that's it. Especially okay. over by the uh, by the salmon, and the seafood yeah, section. Yeah, that's why I go
2: over there. By the, where they cook the food.
0: What, they, they out they there.
1: To... If you listening, mm. you listen to me, brothers. They out here, in Mariano's. Mm. They were right over there mm. at or the produce section by the broccolini. So that's because she trying you to met somebody right. there. No, I haven't. But, oh, okay. but every time I go, I be like, damn, I should've shaved my beard first. <laughs> I'm out here in a hoodie right now, I'm wrinkled. And I'm coming through in a button-up next time. <laughs> if you came up in a button-up in <laughs> Mariano's, I would think you were a creep, icy, okay? icy, coming through he
2: came to Mariano's was with a so fresh,
1: fresh <laughs> shave with shea butter. That's how I'm coming to Mariano's <laughs> next. Specifically, the one in Brownsville, that's the one you gotta go to. The one on 95th, cool. But Bronzeville, the, I promise you, my brothers, you're going to mm-hmm. find a few in there. Yeah.
2: I might start going to that one so I can let them find me.
1: A lot a lot of the moms be there for sure. They, they don't bring their kids with them, though. They usually don't bring the kids, but you'll know if they a mom for sure. The fuck is he talking about? You can tell I'm a mom when I'm in the store? Uh Yeah, because once I see them fruit snacks in your basket, <laughs> it just tells it all. <laughs> Okay, okay. I see who I'm be competing with for these uh, for these strawberry gushies now. <laughs> nah, but d- dating in 2020. Um, let's see. I-, I did a virtual date. We both dressed up. I told her to dress up, and I had um, I had food sent to her, and I had food sent to me, and I had like um, a flower on the table and a little candle lit situation. And um, I told her to grab um, grab some things that were important to her, and I grabbed some things that were important to me. And then we did a show and tell, basically telling. Okay, y'all Telling the story behind each of those. And then we had this other kind of questionnaire activity that we did. So that was really cool. It, I think it, was, it would have been a great day even in person. But, you know, just to go out of that way and try to think of some ways that we could engage each other from a distance it was it was a fun thing for both of us to really you know put thought behind and seeing how we can make that a meaningful and you know that was creative
2: creative.
1: so do y'all still date um we do not
2: that creativity was
1: that was great though yeah it was good it was good you know i wish I wish I was getting paid sponsorships because right now is where I would I would drop plugs for specific platforms, um, but I ain't gonna do that because they're not paying me no, <laughs> no ducats. <laughs> um, but there are some dating apps out there that I hear I'm getting, i um, receiving some good reviews from people. Uh, one app that I've used before is called. So. It's called what? I like this app a lot because it ain't like Tinder where you just see a person's face and you swipe left, right there in like what, 0.2 seconds to decide if they cute or not. And it's just real shallow in that kind of way. This app tells you more about a person because uh, you have like prompts and stuff around like questions they have to ask. So it just tends to be more insightful about a person's personality or whatever. So I met somebody on that app that was, you know, pretty dope. And we went on a couple dates. We hit it off. In quarantine? In quarantine. Well, you know, with the video chat. I was about to
2: say, so what kind of dates y'all been going on in quarantine? Like, what you been doing? You been creative?
1: Had to be (laughs) 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 creative. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to tell a story. You just stumbled upon this, Brie. I I said that I was going to talk about this on my podcast some time ago. And now I'm forced to tell this story. All right, so boom. Man, this is the worst date I have ever had. So like I said, I connected with the fair maiden on that app in question, ain't gonna say no names, but we had some good convo, validating video calls because you know, people still out here trying to catfish in this year of our Lord 2020. And after we do that a few times, we decided to meet in person. Now this is back in May. That's like phase two of the quarantine when everything in Chicago was on lock. So, your date destinations were limited. I was the creative one. So I decided, hey, you know what? Let's go take a little shopping date to where? Trader Joe's, and if you know me, you know I love that shit. The shopping was cute and whatnot. I grabbed my go-to 21 season. If you don't know, now you know. The fire orange chicken, it's always a bop. And this little wine pop they got, and some fruits, just so we can snack on and make it cute. Just make it a, a worthwhile trip to the grocery store or whatever. Now Shorty clearly was in there to her last meal at the crib, so she had a cookout of coming up a song, but she done picked up about three hours worth of groceries. I'm talking about paper towels, cups, hella bottles of wine, four blocks of cheese, cat food. She got shrimp, pasta, bread, ragoons, carrots, everything you can think of, salt, pepper, the motherfucking plastic wheel, a whole cart. I mean, which is cool. If you need to shop shop, you know what I'm saying? Might as well make use of this time and I'll even help you bring them bags in because I'm a gentleman or whatever. <laughs> so her stuff get rung up first, we in line. And I pull up a little plastic bar thing to keep it separate, you know what I mean? And then she like, tell the cashier, it's all together. I'm like, oh, you know, you ain't really have to do that. Thank you, sweetheart. Kissy face. She look at me with confusion. I look at her with confusion. We are confused. Anyway, the cashier look up and she give us the total. Your total gonna be 193 and some change or some shit like that. Shorty looking down on the phone now like we at a restaurant. See, now it's awkward. She go,
2: oh, my bad. I love my car. Can I cash up
1: you? I tell her, I ain't even got cash up. Ball face locked. Then all of a sudden, she just happened to find her debit card and proceeds to pay. I gave her a little cash for mine. Now, obviously, it's a digital age. I don't never carry cash, but God was looking out for me, so I had it on me this time. Right there, I should have peeped and left in, but afterwards, what I do? (sighs) Fall to the trap. She invited me over to the crib so we can have a little conversation on the patio with a little piece of wine.
0: Like
1: that? Oh, yeah. We get back to her crib. She doing a little something in the back. I guess she freshening up or whatever. I'm in the living room with her cat. And say she had a cat. But Goofy Me wasn't paying it too close attention to the groceries because she damn near had cat food in there. I should have known. But I'm hella allergic to cats. I'm in there sneezing, puffy eyes, itchy. Throat got me doing a... <coughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I keep trying to shoot a little cat away. I'm like, go ahead, get get away from me. But apparently, he want to do that little thing where they rub up against your leg and just arch their back, meowing and shit. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I grab a little piece of wine, give him some flick flick. Yeah, right, uh, fast forward, we on the patio having great conversation. It's actually going well, turn around today, you know? Then we get on the topic of religion. She gonna ask me, what you think you know about Jesus Christ? I shit you the fuck not. This woman went inside, came out with a watchtower pamphlet. If you don't know what that is, Google it. She ain't started recruiting me or nothing, but she like, if you ever want to learn more about Jesus Christ, we can always talk about it. Man, I was so fucking blown, caught off guard. I ain't even bothered trying to make an excuse for the way I just abruptly shifted out the spot the way I did, instantly. Finished up my wine, put my shoes on, I hit the door, told me to text her when I make it in. She never got that text. And that was the worst date I've been
0: on. Damn!
1: It, that, that SpongeBob meme, that was exactly me. And it was so awkward and abrupt, I, did, I didn't even try to make it tactful. I just brought my glass in and was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you. And just <laughs> what, what she say? You know, I hope you had a good time as much as I did and let me know when we wanna do this again. And uh, wow. I'm like, all right, for sure, no. Never saw her
2: again. No. So, did she call you? Did she contact you? Oh, I blocked her. Oh, you pulled on me. Okay. I come did. through.
1: That wasn't Come it. through. That wasn't okay. right. But I did. I figured I'm never going to see you again. <laughs> it was now only you might day. see her at the mall tomorrow. I, you know what? I'm not a fan of ghosting either. But that one, she, she tried it too many times. Yeah, she tried you. Definitely in a grocery store, she tried you. Yeah.
2: Now, the religious thing, that was just her. I mean...
1: Hey. Shorty yeah, put that's... out the watchtower on a date.
2: <laughs> she didn't see it as a date anymore. She saw it as an opportunity
1: to spread the word. To evangelize on. Huh? <laughs> Shout out to the Jehovah Witnesses that's listening to this. Y'all annoying, but you diligent. <laughs> if you going to make a nigga tell you, you no know 3,000 times first. <laughs> awesome. Being a Jehovah Witness has to build character. Period. <laughs> it has to. I swear. They be so adamant. They have to be here. excellent in sales. I feel like that's a work experience you should put down in sales if you're a Jehovah <laughs> Witness. Like, Spent 13 years in Kingdom Hall. I'm well prepared for this.
2: <laughs> that is, that's deep. Because that's really her.
1: She just saw it as an opportunity. She didn't care where she was. How wild is it if she accepted this whole date just so she could evangelize? <laughs> Oh, no, she did not. Ain't that scary not of a thought? That's deep. <laughs> she said, you know what? This is an opportunity for me to expose him to the truth. Now, nah, that's deep. <laughs> As we approach Christmas, Miss White, what's on your list? What's on your, your, your letter to Santa? What are you asking for for Christmas?
2: Lord, send me a husband.
1: <laughs> Yes, Tyler Perry. Get the boyfriend, get the yes, Tyler Perry.
2: Send me the husband, Lord, send me the husband. Um. <laughs> <laughs> on, what are you doing? <laughs> now we we re- replay this like a year from now and you know I'm all set up like I manifested that like a year ago. Mm. But um I don't know. I'm super now that I have a kid and he's only 4. It's like a super exciting time for him. So I feel like a lot of my energy it's just like, I just want him to be happy. Like, every, every December since he's been born, it's been, like, super busy. I'm trying to make sure he get everything he wants, make sure I'm wrapping gifts, make sure Santa will be here on time,
0: Yeah.
2: all of that. But on my list for my secret Santa, I know I mentioned about how my family does that every year. So I did put some Ugg boots on there, some new AirPods, some Pandora jewelry. Um, okay. Yeah, I want some Peace. And
1: some love will be nice though for real, for real. A good man, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. What's on your list? What's on my list? Um that's crazy. People keep asking me what what I want for Christmas. And I keep on be like, Whatever you wanna give me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I do got stuff on my list though. So if they listening, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> they can just tune into this podcast. Um, stuff for the kitchen, G, you know, I've been I've been cooking a lot more and I need some some the chef's knives, hour exactly. Give me some duck Here meat, me some it. short ribs, um, so I can make this hundred hour $1, lasagna. Thousand dollars, you funny. <laughs> um, no, if I need a new knife set, gee, I want some that's gonna be durable and is nice in that regard. Hey, I seen these little salt and pepper shakers that's like automatic. They grind your peppercorns so you press the mm. button, and they got a little flashlight in it too, so you mm. you know you can really see how much you're doing. I think that's dope. So you know, kitchen kind of stuff. No, but really, I I want there to be a sense of acceptance and just recognition of what this year has brought to us, good, bad, or indifferent. I want everyone to have a collective acknowledgement. Like, okay, yes, we just went through some really rough-ass shit this year. Mm -hmm. From deaths to... Traumas to relationship issues to whatever kind of things, employment, whatever. Yes, that happened. Take your time to process that and and grieve accordingly. But also, let's make it 2021 a year. We pick up the pieces and we grow from the ashes from everything that burned down this year. You see the artwork. One of the interpretations of that. You see everything burning behind me. Yo. You see the world is on the ground. Um, but. Like a phoenix from the ashes We all can raise up We can all can rise up And uh, grow from what we experience So I want us all to step into 2021 anew That's what I want for Christmas Well shoot That'll wrap up Open Space for today Bree. thank you so much for your time I-, I need to grab some recipes from you too So I, I, can, I can wear our necks And Make some wine sure recommendations
2: Y'all shout me out on this date And when it's when it's thriving When the relationship is thriving Curated by Bree.
1: Curious. That's that's yeah. what I'm gonna say this date was curated by Bree. Yes. I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, we we're gonna jump into good ass music right after this. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls and everybody in between around Today's good-ass music comes from an artist by the name of Caleb Taylor. You heard him on the word of the day. Man, I met Caleb down in my time at Illinois State University. He was hungry then, and he is even hungrier now. Super, extremely talented. I mean, the man plays... I don't even know how many how many freaking instruments that he does play. He's a, a vocalist. He's a rapper. Um, the kid is genuinely talented as fuck. And I just want to make sure that the world... or You know, this piece of the world that listens to this podcast has a chance to listen to the kid. So right now, we're going to jump to some music from Caleb Um, Odie But Goody. He's got music that's come out uh, for the past, what, four or five years on Apple Music and Spotify and YouTube and everywhere else. But this is one of my personal favorites. So let's listen right now.
0: Summer day,
1: my favorite day. No cap, that boy was good, man. Kind of real. And you know what? I'm going to add a couple of songs on the uh, the good-ass playlist that you can find on Apple Music. Search that shit right now. What are you waiting for? You know you like this music I'll be playing. I know you do. Break out your phone. Go to Apple Music. Search good-ass playlist. It's going to show up. It's got the cover art from the podcast right there. Add that to your library and you'll stay up to date with every song that you hear on this show this season True. well it's been excellent fun again I really enjoyed this conversation with Bree today I love the feature um everything about Christmas is giving me all the good vibes right now and I hope those vibes spread out to you as you listen and you spend time with your immediate family and your closest friends because we are still you know in a pandemic you all be safe protect yourself stay bundled up out there um I don't know. Check out the next episode, which will be dropping next week and will also be Christmas themed. So we got a little bit of time in this spirit because I'm feeling the joy this year. You feel me? Merry Christmas to everybody in advance. If you listen to this before Christmas or if you go on your binge on Christmas or after whatever. I love you for listening as always. Remember to guard your mind, your time and your energy. Don't make war. Make memories. Remember these things always as you make wise choices. Peace. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Recommendations. Recommendations for this is to love those around you. That's it. This week, I recommend that you love yourself and you love those around you. Now, peace.